Hi, today I will be talking about radical self-responsibility. What is radical self-responsibility? I'm going to go straight into it. Radical self-responsibility is when you take ownership for your own feelings, emotions, thoughts, actions, creations, mistakes, and spirituality. And there can be a few more things to add to that list. Basically, taking what you are doing in life into your own responsibility. It's about knowing that we are the driver in the driver's seat of our lives and have the power to control it. And that also goes with erasing victimhood and shame, for example. And you may have heard that something is not happening to you, but for you or by you. So we're kind of shifting from blaming something externally into taking care of what is happening inside. And this, as many other things that I tend to mention on this podcast, can be easier said than done. This can bring up fear and self-criticism. This can be a very hard and sometimes scary and annoying road to walk in the beginning. But slowly, with practice, we are learning and integrating it more and more. And as with any other practice, it really brings more ease after we learn it more and more flow and more skill and in my own life practicing radical self-responsibility has truly made my life more rich and deep in many many ways and I really feel more in power in my own life and daring to listen to that inner voice or daring to know what good steps for me in life are more so connected to that inner compass. So how can practicing radical self-responsibility look like? It can look like admitting when we have done something wrong, apologizing. It can look like getting to know yourself and learn about what makes you react to things and knowing that our own reactions doesn't mean that it has anything to do with anyone else than ourselves. And this can be a tough concept, especially if we're talking about situations that are unfair or cruel. But with the information that we have now, with the emotions or thoughts that we have, what can we do from here? This includes that we can respond in integrity with our truth. And that radical responsibility is also taking ownership of our own joy and happiness, knowing our own needs and, and meeting them, and, and truly being the authority of our own life. Just as we can allow someone else to have an opinion without having to be right. 
because everyone is entitled to their beliefs and point of views and their ideas. And it's also about having boundaries and caring for what is happening inside, caring for ourselves. Our destiny is not determined by our circumstances. It is determined by the response we make to those circumstances. Quote, Fleet Moll, PhD, who is the author of Radical Self-Responsibility. In the manager's handbook.com, I thought they expressed it so nicely. What happens if we don't take responsibility for ourselves and blame others? They call this the hero triangle, where you either fall into the villain, victim, or the hero. So let me go through the three examples here. And these are the three examples that they explain, like I said, when we don't take responsibility for ourselves and blame others. So the villain is when we say to someone something like this, it's all your fault. And you can't really be flexible or vulnerable because the villain doesn't really want to be the victim themselves. So they're kind of pointing the finger. And then we have the victim, which is more so the poor me, the, the powerlessness. With the victim mentality, it can be the hard to take responsibility for where we are, for the negative circumstances, potentially. And here it could be difficult to make a decision. For example, if, uh, let's say, if someone cheats on someone and it happens a second time and a third time, the person who is cheated on can now become a victim, right? But now when it has happened a few times, if we really look into the situation, they're not really no longer the victim because if they take responsibility for this situation, for changing the situation and for what they want in life, it may look very different. The very first time they happened, being able to take responsibility for why it may happen in the very first time, having a communication about that, looking into oneself, if, is there something in me, right? And I'm not saying that cheating is okay or in any way saying that, but it can be good to always look at ourselves in a situation, right? If they're saying and it's happening a second or a third time and they're still in the situation, well, maybe it's time to remove oneself from the situation, right? Maybe we attract a wrong partner for some reason. Maybe we have a lack of self-worth to look into that within ourselves so we can elevate to another level and another more positive outcome. And then we go to the hero, which is the, let me help you. The hero helps other people and sometimes need to help other people to feel good about themselves, but actually neglecting their own needs. 
or not taking responsibility for meeting their own needs. And often heroes can be codependent and wanting to help victims. In my life, I have definitely been in all of these three roles. <laughs> definitely the victim. When I have been too scared to set a boundary or to change a situation by removing myself from it. And I have definitely been um, the person who helps other people without being aware what my own needs are, really. Until I started the, the real internal work. Uh, yes, and now I feel like I can reap more benefits out of it and, and share it. So with these three examples here, perhaps this can shed a little bit of light on what roles we can sink into or become. And I think it's, uh, it's important to reflect on. And I want to share some examples here of how not taking ownership or responsibility can look like. This can look in many different ways, so I'm just coming up with a few examples here. So imagine that a son, it could be a daughter too, alright? Imagine that a son grows up in a family with a father who is abusive and... When he gets older, this still lingers inside of him. And instead of healing his wounds and looking at himself, taking responsibility of what, what happened, he blames his dad or ignores what happened to him. So now this boy grows up into a man himself and he gets a son of his own and since this pain still lingers inside of him from his childhood and the way he potentially couldn't receive his father's love, a way that he deals with this is now by starting to drink and he becomes abusive to his own son. And there are numerous examples of this in the world in all kinds of different subjects and it doesn't really stop until someone in the generation stops to look within and take responsibility for their own wounds. It may be unfair and it may be easier to say well it's my dad's fault I'm like this so to take ownership of the situation no matter what happened to you, quote-unquote, and soon you will understand that it happened for you, quote-unquote, that part, because of the great healing for you and for your ancestors and for future generations that will come to you through that. And this takes a brave soul and it takes awareness and I feel like the world needs a lot of this right now. And I also know a lot of amazing, beautiful souls out there who's doing this work. And it's really, really beautiful to see the shifts happening in the world on this front. And some more examples here. I found something very interesting when I moved countries. 
And that was the, the whole suing thing. Here in North America. <laughs> so these are my own experiences and what I have noticed in life. People may sue each other a lot in Europe too. That has just not been as great in my own experience and in my own awareness. So I find that people sue each other things here that I would never in a million of years imagine to be true. And I believe this is also an example of not taking responsibility for oneself in, in many cases. Perhaps not at all. A few examples of suing people that I've heard of. I heard someone sue a cafe for serving their tea too hot. And someone burnt their tongue. And this is it's like, okay... I get it. It can be very, very annoying ordering a tea and it's boiling hot. I don't get it. I don't get how people serve their tea boiling hot. I prefer. I'm a little bit of a tea snob, so I like it a little cooler than boiling. But anyhow, <laughs> it's still my own responsibility to check what I am putting inside of my body. Burning your tongue... Yeah, like, I, I don't have many words for that. That is, that's just, I just don't get it. Another thing that's happening right now, some dear people of mine, they're right now being sued because someone walked outside of their house on the sidewalk and slipped on the ice. And they are now being sued for $2 million dollars. And this is also like mind-boggling to me. Like, what? If I slip, let's not be too hard on ourselves. Like, oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I slipped. Uh, like, no, people slip. This is life. This is what happens. But it's my own responsibility if I slip. Never in a million years could I blame someone else for that and sue someone for $2 million dollars. And again, we are all entitled to our opinions, but you can see how this is a little scary if you see where this goes, because all of a sudden we're not responsible for our own lives and we, we blame other people. I find that a bit frightening. Well, in both of the situations, you can clearly see that instead of taking responsibility for our own lives and actions, there is a blame here on another part, which is the victim mentality. And this isn't really helpful for anyone, I find. This doesn't really do justice on any side. Of course, there's a the part of like being uh, responsible and acting from your heart and If you know that outside your road, there's a very, very slippery road, <laughs> it could be nice to go and put some salt out. But hey, regardless of if you put salt out, someone can slip. Someone can accidentally stumble over a little pebble or I don't know, you name it, but you get my point. <laughs> This can be a rabbit hole and we can go deeper into things such as 
stating, for example, before putting information out there. This one is example. That I am not a medical professional or a therapist, so if you need help, please seek professional medical advice. Because there might be a person out there taking my advice or doing something else with it or, or I don't know, potentially it may not work for them because we're all individuals, right? And then sue me for it. And, and I definitely see the point in like, this can be useful to know if this is medical advice or if it's not. But regardless if it is or if it's not, radical self-responsibility means that if you choose to take advice from someone, regardless of who it is, a doctor, a nurse, someone who took a weekend course on healing and claims to be a goddess priestess who's working through God on Instagram, that is your choice. <laughs> you still have to choose for yourself. Does this resonate with me? No one is telling you that that is the choice you have to do. And when we get to the medical aspects of things, usually we put a lot of faith in the medical system, for example, because it is honorable work and there's often lots of years of expertise in there before even becoming a doctor so i'm not discrediting that in any way another truth to it as well though is that there's a really big industry out there of students who pays for someone to write their theses and papers and this includes a lot of medical students and let's also remember that quite a large percentage of deaths in this world is actually because of medical malpractice. And this information may feel not so pleasant in our bodies, but it's important to speak about. And when I started this podcast, it was important for me to not leave any subjects out because I think any subject small as big is valid to be talked about and that is that there is a percentage and it was actually a little bit bigger than I thought and I'm not gonna put any numbers out there because you have to do the research for yourself radical self-responsibility and we also know that doctors get monetary incentives for sometimes suggesting or promoting certain treatments to their patients. Just as a regular citizen is told to follow certain rules and laws, doctors are also told what to do from someone else above them, right? And with a lot of respect, this is the part of our self-responsibility to, to be aware of and perhaps look into a little bit more, especially in these times. We can easily say, Oh, but no one told me this. I, I didn't know. I just listened to what I heard and, and uh, I trusted the information. Whatever it comes from, right? Whatever the doctor is telling you about a disease that we may have, we still have to do a little bit of the work ourselves. And a large part of that work is to look within and see if we have any answers from the inside as well. What feels right? And you know, there's always a time and a place. Um, 
You might pay someone $2 million for building your house and then there's something wrong with the structure of it. Well, rightfully so, since you have paid for this service, there should be some justification around it, right? But on both parts, there might be something in it for you that you can learn about. Whew, this might sound like, whoa, but it really is empowering instead of giving that potential anger away that we might feel of unfairness or that fucker or, <laughs> you know, whatever might come up for us. That is power in owning that, right? This may feel overwhelming as there are lots of things on our plates and sometimes there's not room for more time to digging into things or start looking at ourselves or stop trying to fix others, but start looking at how can I grow from this with the information that I have? What can I learn from this? And shifting to this will actually release a lot of pressure from you, even though it may not feel that way from the very beginning. And knowing that you are the driver of your life you are the authority of your life and you have nothing to prove really. It's quite relieving. If someone's yelling at me, it's up to me to choose how I react in the situation. And maybe there is a perfect reason to be upset and that is okay, before I probably would have gotten hurt or sad or maybe taken it personally. And now most likely it would be different. I understand that whoever yells at me is probably about them, what is going on inside of them. And I'd rather not expose myself to a situation like that or take it personally, not to take their anger on and put a boundary. And again, of course here, there is the evaluation of needing to act with our heart, but because perhaps this person is totally screaming at me because of something I did. And if so, I need to take responsibility of this, why it's happening, and look inside Maybe I need to apologize about something. What, what did I do? Why did I act this way? You know? Rounding this up, this introduction to radical self-responsibility and some examples here, I find. I also want to mention that if you are already looking at yourself deeply and is hard on yourself, perhaps there is a different way in seeing it, because when I first started doing this work, I misunderstood it a bit. I took responsibility for everything in a not-so-healthy way. I was in a relationship, and many times today, looking back, my partner at the time did things that was not cool, and I would look at myself in that situation and ask, what did I do to cause this, or... Why am I being upset in this? Or why am I being sad in this? When in fact I had all the rights to be sad and upset at what was happening in the situation. Our feelings are always very valid. 
And I often question myself in a not so favorable way to myself. And I think these are important questions to be had, of course. Like, what is it in me? Um, Where does this hurt come from? But if it's constantly, 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 and it is in a situation that instead of actually questioning ourselves in that, but we actually need to put the ownership into creating a boundary or to actually leave the situation or the relationship or the workplace, for example, instead of dissecting what's wrong with us, because that's not the point. And in that situation, gaining self-worth, for example, knowing that we deserve so much better and that we have a choice in healing, seeking help, choosing a new life, or just catering to the life that we have. We don't always want a new life. I mean, it's all valid. (laughs) Remember, it's about our joy. And for me, myself, personally, it's about living in harmony, happiness, free myself, true freedom from within. Unfair things has happened to all of us and now it's time to find out what we can do about it, releasing it to create a new story instead, instead of repeating what doesn't serve us so that we can live our most aligned life being our true selves who we were always meant to be much love